With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, everybody, to the Tim Burns Show. I'm your host, Tim Burns. I am the common man with common sense and an uncommon desire to know the truth. Politics, current events, yeah, but we don't live, eat, and sleep it here. We pay attention to the business world. We veer head on into the facts of science and the fact of God. And all you have to do is go to TimBurnsShow.com, and you'll see a dedicated focus of this program to America. That's my focus. I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. Never have been either. But I am an American, and that's why we're going to spend time on those ancient supposed documents uh, by our founders. Lots of good stuff there. Wisdom and truth that abounds furiously in simple to easy understand words. That's why they wrote them in the words they wrote. For the common man to understand. These documents are aren't for the elitists to decipher, to translate, to interpret for us. We can all look at these words ourselves and interpret them ourselves. Well, our phone number, again, the website's timburnshow.com. Look at look it over when you get a chance. And the phone number here is 303-477-2473. I wanted to touch on a couple of stories we talked about yesterday, and that has to do with the business world and with California. California has such an opportunity, but they're so bogged down in all of the bureaucracy that it takes in order to even start a small, very small business. They have an opportunity to lead not just the country, to not only refill all of their aquifers with converted salt water into fresh water, but they have an opportunity to lead the world in the development of this technology, just like we in America have the opportunity from an energy point of view to lead the world, to clean up the world, to export the 22nd century technology that will clean up the world because just because we're this far along in a modern, highly advanced, high-tech civilization that we live, well, there's other countries, other portions, regions of the world, they've just entered their industrial revolution or they're about to enter their industrial revolution. And guess what? They can't develop that technology themselves. Why would you have coal-powered plants that are profusely putting out pollution like China is doing right now, like India. One a week, these power plants are being built in China and India, 52 of these a year. How about giving them the technology that's 10, 20, 30 times more cleaner and 30 times more efficient than what they're using now? You want to clean up the whole world? not just our backyard, and say, hey, we've accomplished it. Our own backyard is clean. Oh, oh, look at this stuff coming over from Asia. That is some filthy quality air. We are living in one world. 
This is the great opportunity for hundreds of years for America until that better mousetrap is built where we won't have to use as much oil. The goal should be if it takes two drops, let's do it in one. And let's always look at doing it cleaner. If we do that, we will never see trade deficits again. We will never see budget deficits in this country again because the money will pour in and we will really feel good about cleaning up the world. This is how it's going to get it, get done. And on top of that, oil will never be done away with. It is the most multifaceted natural biofuel that Mother Nature ever provided for us. All the different molecules that have all these different uses, whether it's jet fuel, whether it's gasoline, whether it's diesel, whether it's propane, natural gas, all of these come from a barrel of oil. But half that barrel of oil is used for non-combustible uses, plastics, Vaseline, all the different. There are some tennis shoes and some clothing that are completely made from what comes in a barrel of oil. Did you know that? Anybody in the deadhead media kind of given us some pieces of the puzzle to weigh out and say, let's think about the balance here. Do we completely do away with the most efficient natural fuel there is, natural biofuel? So those are things to think about. Here's California with an opportunity to lead the world in desalinization. They were a great engine, economic engine, that helped drive this country to become great. That's before all of the rules and regulations and forms and fill-outs and money and EPA rules that are just simply absurd. I'm going to get to the EPA. In fact, I think... There was a ruling, perhaps a Supreme Court ruling today, going against the EPA trying to mandate certain toxins, certain levels of toxins. In other words, here's the Supreme Court finally holding to account an EPA that's out of control. Again, you cannot just mandate some statistic that you have in your committee room that you said, this is the goal we need. You, you, have, you have to implement those things that actually are being accomplished. Those become the new standards. You cannot, as I say, you cannot mandate. You cannot dictate economic evolution. The best way is to make sure that landscape of freedom is out there where everybody can be all they can be. It's what made this country great in the first place. And it's what now is turning this country into what it is. We're 30th and dropping like a rock in math and science. We're about to be overtaken. I did the math on that story on China having $21 trillion in savings. Their citizens, let's say they have 2 billion people. I believe that's a roundup. Divided by 20, let's, let's make it really easy. 2.1 billion people into $21 trillion. That means on 
average, every citizen in that country has $10,000 in cash in the bank. And what does that compare to us? Well, we don't want to compare that. Why? Because China is producing stuff. Yes, they're selling junk or trinkets or whatever there, and we're buying it. But the bottom line is that they're actually producing something. You want this country back producing something? Then make the national initiative oil, oil-related technologies, energy-related technologies, pipelines, refineries, all with American-made steel. The rest will take care of itself. So that was a quick mention. I guess that was a pretty long segment for California <laughs> because I mentioned this de desalinization. And here came an article. California getting used to, quote, life without water. Is that what we want to do in America? Is that what you want to do out there in California? You just want to get used to life without water? No new ideas, no solutions, just getting used to what is available, depending on Mother Nature to either reward you with water or to make life a nightmare without any water, and then to have to ask the rest of the country to ship you water. You could solve your own problem, California. All you have to do is get out of your own way is get these looney tune lefty bureaucrats in, who run the state of California and are running it into the ground and are piling up debt faster than, well, I guess not faster than Puerto Rico. Did you hear about the debt in Puerto Rico? $73 billion, more than I think any other state in the country is what I thought I heard in the background. All right, we also talked about a story regarding Greece being in the headlines the potential faltering, the potential uh, belly up, the potential default of Greece within the confines of the European Union. I also mentioned about the jobs numbers coming up and how if it comes out really lousy, then Janet Yellen won't have to do anything. Wouldn't surprise me if Janet Yellen and the Fed is actually rooting for really lousy numbers because it makes her decision easy. Oh, now we have to wait. Well, Larry Lindsay made commentary about this whole idea of the Greece default. It's in the news. We had the market that was down 350 points yesterday. And I even heard some commentators, what does this have to do with America? Well, we're all tied in globalization and blah, 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 blah. Well, Larry Lindsay is a former Fed governor. He was in the, uh, the George W. Bush administration. And uh, he makes his commentary regarding Greece is now a great excuse for what? For Yellen, Janet Yellen, the head of the Fed, to do exactly what she wants to do, to delay the inevitable. Now she's got Greece as the excuse. So... We don't even have to worry about the jobs report coming up. Unless, of course, it's like Reagan did in September of 1983, created 1.1 million jobs in one month. That will never happen under Obama. So a couple of things, food for thought, regarding what I had made mention yesterday. A couple other items here. Now, Iran. Iran has now, it's almost like Janet Yellen's running this show. John Kerry and Janet Yellen 
should actually get married because they're both experts at putting a delay on things. Iran is now postponed. Who's running this show? America? Or is John Kerry just a ping pong ball being batted around by the paddles of Iran and being paddled at the same time? Iran now wants to post. Oh, it's only a postponement till the 7th of July. So that's not a big deal. Perhaps they're trying to postpone it. Maybe they're falling in love with the idea that with all the talk about being on our guard here in this country regarding the 4th of July, well, perhaps Iran's rooting for some sort of something to happen. Gives them a little more leverage. Maybe this is all part of their strategy. Now, here you go with another story right underneath that one, that Iran is being allowed as part of this deal. Now, we don't know what's in it, but Iran, according to the sources, Iran is going to be allowed to keep 5,000 centrifuges. These are what produce the nuclear fuel that produces the nuclear fuel that produces the nuclear bomb. To give you an idea, perhaps you'll hear out there, Oh, well, that's not a big deal. They can't really do much. There's not enough to really get in, get involved with a foray of nuclear weapons. Pakistan. We, all, we know that Pakistan has nuclear capability, nuclear missiles, and they have a nuclear program. Their entire nuclear program was developed with 3,000 centrifuges. So we have Iran, who has two-thirds more centrifuges than Pakistan has, and yet we're not to be worried. What, I, what Pakistan developed with 3,000, what do you think Iran's going to develop with 5,000? And considering this administration, with John Kerry as the lead dog in this, not requiring really any checks and balances on Iran. We're going to trust you on this part, this part, and this part. Please don't don't go against your word with us. We trust you, Iran. All righty then. And we had also Chris Christie announced, and I, I tell you, I don't know what the big deal. Did they give this kind of air coverage to, let's say, Bobby Jindal's announcement? Or to any of the lower-tiered candidates that have joined into the Republican nomination process? I don't think so. But yet they're given Chris Christie. It was, must have been a solid half an hour of preliminaries before he came up onto the stage. And they covered the whole thing. Now, why would they do that? Well, we have another Rhino candidate. We have another center establishment Republican. That's why. Because it doesn't matter to those who were in power in Washington, D.C., the Carl Rovian dead head in the middle strategists, who the center candidate is, who the Republican establishment candidate, just one of them, that's all we need. And so he gets the coverage. Well, Chris Matthews made some, I don't know what Chris Matthews was doing up so early, but he 
gave a little bit of coverage to Chris Matthews, uh, to Chris Christie. And he said, this was his quote, what is the state of the New Jersey GOP when the national party is, he's trying to weigh out, okay, how does he do in New Jersey versus how will he do nationally with, here comes the label from Chris Matthews, with the national party, the Southern Baptist GOP. There you go. Another label, another impression that Chris Matthews wants you to get about the entire Republican Party. And here Michael Steele comes out and says that Chris Christie is the adult catering to the GOP middle. (laughs) Good grief. I tell you, Michael Steele, former head of the RNC, you are in a perfect position. They must pay you seven figures to come out there and betray your party like you do. All right, we'll come back. I'll make one comment uh, about something else. Stick around. 810 KLVZ for the Tim Burns Show. Tim Burns for Nominal Exhibit Services. You know, big business is done at these conventions, and if you are the responsible party, your company, for making those exhibits work right on the convention floor, and it seems that it's nothing but hassles and headaches and nightmares, that the logistics just aren't working, I encourage you to make a phone call to Nominal Exhibit Services. They're the one place that starts and ends the process. They take you from point A to point B, and they will free up the most important thing you need, time to do business at these conventions. Conventions. So call them, 303-901-9090. Hey, John, what's up? Hey, Dave. I'm going to get Sue something from this really cool jewelry website. What's the special occasion? There isn't one, but I was talking to Hank, and he said he went to JT Jewelry and got Jill something. And funny story, he was watching a movie and heard the line, the key to a woman's heart is an unexpected gift at an unexpected time. He goes to JT Jewelry and not only got her a pair of earrings, he got her a pendant too. He gives her the earrings, and she loved them. A few minutes later, he gives her the pendant and tells her, let's go to the jewelry store and get fitted into a necklace that's just the way you want it. He got her two pieces of jewelry? Yeah, he said the prices were so good he couldn't resist, but the story gets better. They went to a company outing and the boss's wife saw the pendant and just loved it. Jill was a hit of the party. That must have made him feel good. Good? Hank said the night might have been even better than his wedding night. (laughs) What's that website again? jt-jewelry.com All right, welcome back here. You know, I wanted to make one mention regarding Donald Trump. Came down to one word. And he didn't phrase it properly. There's no doubt about that. But other than that one word, being rapist and labeling the entire onslaught of those who are coming across the border with that label, if he had not said that word, none of this would be going on because the other two words he used were drugs are coming across the border and criminals are coming across the border. Is that true? 
Well, of course it is. In fact, if you're bringing drugs across the border, you're a criminal, aren't you? And that hasn't been going on for months. That's been going on for decades. Drugs are being smuggled across the border. The one thing about Donald Trump, he is not going to lay down on this. I promise you he's going to fight. He is going to lawyer up. And to be honest, there's probably a pretty good case. Whether he gets control of what he's lost at this point regarding the two pageants, I don't know. But as far as probably getting some sort of settlement regarding his right of free speech, his First Amendment rights, I think he's probably got a pretty good case. And again, he's not one to lay down. He's going to fight, and he's going to want the money. You know, the real thing, the brand new uh, bit of information that came out was regarding that Mexico is now going to actually pull their contestant from the Miss Universe contest. And what a sad deal, because who's getting penalized? The people crossing the border? No, they're in line to get legal status in this country, get citizenship in this country. All they have to do is come across, get a hearing. They get benefits, more benefits than lots of American citizens can get. Why? Because it's all about converting all of this into future voters, 10, 20, 30, 40 million people. But you got to really feel sorry for the contestant who's not going to be able to participate. Because if you look at who is being penalized the most, oh, they're trying to create super penalties for Donald Trump. But he's been through all this stuff before. He's gone to court to fight. He's lawyered up before. He's not going to lay down for this. But look at the contestant. The Mexican contestant in the universe pageant. She's the one out of all of this who's the most penalized. And maybe Donald Trump should say, should apologize to just one person, her. I'm sorry this has happened to you because you're the one who's bearing the brunt of all of this. So I thought that was kind of too bad that uh, the Mexican government has made this decision. All right, I want to get to a couple of stories that I want to make a point about, and this is all having to do with government control, government having the power to make the decisions that control our lives. First, you hear about Michelle Obama. She's taking trips across the world. She's got another slate of countries to visit under what? The guise, under the promotion of well, I'm doing it under my let's move campaign and I'm going to talk to these people about education. So she's going halfway across the world, multiple spots. She makes a what, 15, 20 minute speech on education and gets to spend three, four, five days doing what she does best, spending our money for her entertainment purposes. Can you imagine what she's going to be doing when she gets out? She is going to be the jet-setting celebrity status, doing this same thing, traveling the world at somebody on somebody else's dime. And when she gets back, guess what she gets to do? She gets to go hang out with the Hollywood elite. 
because they love her and she loves them. And that's really what she wants to do at this point. I'll bet she just, she just wants out of the White House so bad. She probably feels like it's a prison for her at this point, other than the fact of all the benefits she gets out of it. Well, another story regarding her program, lunch program, and this brand new daycare program. The USDA is moving to ban juice and cookies in daycare centers. Now, what is that juice? Are we talking Kool-Aid? Or are we talking, let's say, a juice that probably doesn't have quite the percentage amount that's acceptable to Michelle Obama. If it's not 100% juice, then it's not real juice. If it's got some water, which we all need. <laughs> I mean, we are made of sunlight, salt, and water. And we need water. No matter what form it's coming to us, maybe half of that juice is water. Well, it's still good for us. In fact, I'm a water drinker. I've always been a water drinker. I've just never had the sweet tooth when it comes to all of the different kinds of drinks that are out there, specifically pop, too. In fact, pop is such... Cola, uh, soda pop, is such a strategic invention because you can drink a can of pop, and by the time you get done with it, if you're really thirsty, you're going to be even more... It's almost like they've created it to continue the thirsty effect so you'll keep drinking more pop got to take my hat off to that one all right so we've got uh the department is seeking to overhaul rules related to child and adult care food program this is similar to the national school lunch program except it's for daycare providers now listen to this daycare centers are eligible for reimbursements well hold it you mean it's going to cost these daycare centers to be part of the program and then they have to file some paperwork to get reimbursed for being a part of the program provided these reimbursements from the federal government provided there is compliance with the rules well you're only going to get reimbursed you pay up front you fill out your paperwork you think that federal government and those people looking Look, look at uh, uh, health care inspections in restaurants, health department inspections in restaurants, looking for every nook and cranny there were, where there could be a failure. You think the federal government might have that same attitude? Hey, we've collected their upfront fees. Let's make it tough as nails for them to get that reimbursement back. At least 30, 30 states, quote, require daycare centers to use the program's nutrition guidelines or else they don't get their licenses. So not only here comes this new program, they're being forced, hey, you want your daycare license to continue? Then we've chosen you to be a special recipient of this brand new daycare-related food program that's going to make all your kids healthier. First Lady Michelle Obama 
helped cause this whole change. If this is going to be like our school program for our kids, where a billion dollars is being thrown away, here's Michelle Obama and her program who helped cause an unprecedented drop in the number of students eating lunch, according to the Government Accountability Office, according to the administration, according to somebody who's paying attention within the walls of government. I bet they had a hard time getting that one out. A decrease in the number of children eating school lunch each day School children's issues with palatability and federally mandated increases in the price of school lunches. In other words, the food is terrible and it costs more for that lunch. What a deal we have in our schools. All right, stick around. This is Tim Burns on 810 KLVZ. I don't need to start saving. I'm years from retirement. Floods don't happen here. This chest pain is just a little indigestion. This isn't a flood zone, right? People have an amazing ability to deny obvious risks, like flooding. Yet floods happen in all 50 states. Fortunately, it's easy to find out your risk. Just visit floodsmart.gov or call 1-888-RAIN-022. Brought to you by the National Flood Insurance Program. Okay, family meeting. Everybody sit down. I didn't do it, Dad. She did. I did not. He did it. Okay, you two. We have some good news. I'm getting a dirt bike. You're getting a sister. A A sister? sister? Mom, aren't you too old? Another sister? From Cairo. A foreign exchange student is going to come live with our family. Yeah, let's send Billy to Cairo. We're going to learn about her culture, and she's going to learn about ours. Open up your life. Find out how to have a foreign exchange student live with you. Every family has something special to share. Go to hoststudents.org. Tim Burns for DoggyDogWorldRescue.com. Are you looking for an adoptable pet that's been rescued from abandonment or abuse? You know, there's a lot of different dogs out there. You can get a dog that goes from abandonment and abuse to a cage and then to you. That will never happen at DoggyDogWorldRescue.com. Why? Because they have a great rehabilitation system that helps the animal find who itself is. So I encourage you, anywhere on the front range, if you're looking for a dog, go to DoggyDogWorldRescue.com. All right, welcome back. Uh, let's move on to another related power being perpetrated on those who cannot really fight back. We have Michelle Obama and her food program that now has gone from the traditional K through 12 area down into daycares. And what's the pressure being applied? Follow our rules and you'll get your licenses. If you don't follow our rules, You may not get your licenses. And if you do decide to step up, pay us first and then fill out the paperwork. How long do you think that paperwork might 
take to get the reimbursement from the federal government in a <laughs> in a reimbursement line that's probably one of 4,700, and it's probably not one of the important ones. It's down on the list as far as giving money back to this little small daycare center. It's only, what, a $500 fee that we're being reimbursed? Well, you can wait for your 500 bucks. Well, maybe they need that 500 bucks. Now, regarding Obamacare and this White House push to incorporate those people in the healthcare industry. Remember, because of Obamacare, we have the government running with their bureaucrats running the healthcare system. And then you have the relationship with the private sector, the insurance policies, the insurance industry. Then you have this quasi-middle, that intersection between the government workers, the government hired employees to help run this nightmare called Obamacare. So you're going to have doctors and nurses in this in-between ground, in this quasi-private public. Well, you're You've just been given a job that probably will be the last to be affected if there's a nightmare out there. It's a government job, basically. And you're a doctor and you're a nurse. And now that you've been given this nice job with big benefits and you're in that important position of laying out all this bureaucracy to the rest of your health care brethren, Well, now it's time for you to get out in front and start promoting our agenda. You don't think climate is what you're, you're, uh, is what you had got into the healthcare industry for in the first place? Well, that's too bad because now you have to start promoting the fact that healthcare issues are global warming related. So we've got the White House wants your doctor to teach you about global warming. Like our school systems aren't doing that enough? I mean, how many ways, how many different megaphones are blasting in our ears regarding this global warming, bad science, misphilosophy, bad data into computer models that spit bad data out? How long, how many ways... Do we have to be bombarded with this? We also, President Obama said in a tape speech, we also need doctors, nurses, and citizens like all of you to get to work to raise awareness and organize folks for real change. They've been hard at work, Obama has, trying to put together a link between global warming and public health issues. I'll tell you, here's a good health issue regarding when it's really hot out. In fact, we finally got back to our normal humidity during this time of the year here in Denver and here in Colorado, 15% humidity. That feels pretty good out there. Well, here, perhaps one of the big health care (laughs) issues 
is if you don't drink enough water on a hot day like this, you're going to have health problems. Yeah, there's a good message to send out. The central message by the Obama administration is doctors should warn their patients that global warming could make their health, health worse. Could. Do they have any data to back it up? It doesn't matter. Anybody in the media, deadheads, going to hold any of this stuff to account? Of course not. Quote, I know we have people all around the country, in all of the regions, who are also listening to this conversation, and like all of you in the room, I hope we'll go out and continue to talk and educate. I think they misused a word there. This is uh, an assistant secretary for the preparedness and response at the health department. (laughs) What a title. (laughs) I wonder how much she gets paid. I mean, this is that title of her job description is just another example of how once a job is created, it's never destroyed in government. It never goes away. There's never becoming more efficient when we cross certain bridges. And so you <laughs> So this was a quote from her. But I, I, I really think what needs to, uh, I will go out, I hope we'll go out and continue to talk and educate. How about talk and propagandize? <laughs> we need to engage medical students themselves. Wow. Not only do they want the doctors and the nurses to be these propagandists, I think they had a term for it, using the uneducated, the miseducated, using those who don't have responsibility regarding the policy being made and use them as the mouthpieces. Isn't that what they did? Uh, what do they call them? The uh, jackbooted thug type situation is what's going on. This whole diatribe of what the Obama administration wants those who now owe their jobs and their job security to the Obama administration because of Obamacare now have another requirement. This is what is wrong with this over-control by a federal government who doesn't have a clue about how to run things efficiently. No matter what, government is never the solution for efficiency. And when we, as a people, give more, not, not most of you out there, but in general, when we keep just nodding our head in approval, okay, yeah, I believe you, Oh, really? Is that what you think we, we, can, we can accomplish if we just put Obamacare into place or if we just have propagandists in the healthcare industry who owe them their livelihood now to Obama because of this? It's your job now to go out and tell the people they need to worry. They need to worry about global warming. We need to engage medical students themselves. This came from a vice admiral Vivek Murthy, the U.S. Surgeon General, quote, to demand the curriculum change to prepare them for a warmer future. Well, are we getting warmer? Again, we talked about this, 2012. 
We were hot. We were frying. But since then, we've been cooling off. And this year is one of the coolest years we have around here in Colorado. I don't know about the rest of the nation. I live here. I wake up every day. I live where you live. All we have to do is kind of pay attention regarding what is the weather today? What is the moisture count? Does it feel like it's dry and hot or is it cooler than normal? These are things we can weigh out as the common man on a daily basis. But to also promote the Obama administration's regulatory agenda aimed at cutting carbon dioxide emissions, quote, we need people, proponents, to talk about it. Make sure that the public is informed. This is a Texas Democrat representative. So not only are they just supposed to give us a generic warning, this brand new foray of message messengers for the Obama administration, not only to give us a generic message, what are they going to do? Force them to go to class to learn the ins and outs of this propaganda regarding weather, regarding global warming? So they have a little inside information that they can add to the conversation when they're threatening people? We need people to talk, make sure the public is informed about about the actual agenda of the EPA, about toxins or whatever the case may be, about how much carbon dioxide needs to be done away with. Again, we talked about carbon dioxide is a building block of life. When there was just an ocean, when there was no life, when those volcanoes under the ocean we're providing all of that toxic mix. Well, within the confines of that toxic mix was carbon dioxide. And it is the necessary ingredient to start plant life. We are made of sunlight, salt, and water. And the original protoplasm, first germ, the first life, came as a result of carbon dioxide. We owe all of life to carbon dioxide. And like the Greenpeace, the ex-Greenpeace founder said, you take carbon dioxide levels down to zero and all life ceases to exist. In fact, his attitude is let's create more carbon dioxide because that will help plant life. Carbon dioxide. Plants breathe it in. They breathe out oxygen. We breathe in the oxygen. We breathe out the carbon dioxide. Another cycle. That reminds me I, 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 about the weather and the cycles and mentioning the heat. Why doesn't the scientists, even starting with our local weather people, start evaluating layers of information? Here's first three layers. Moisture, temperatures, and uh, and solar cycles. Well, here's another one to add in. And you don't hear much about it anymore, do you? But you certainly heard about it in the beginning of this whole onslaught of this politically correct nightmare movement. It was all about the ozone. Remember the ozone? The ozone hole was growing. 
Oh, my goodness, if the ozone disappears, then we're going to have ultralight, ultraviolet light. It's going to burn us to the bone. When did that cease to exist? When did the ozone talk cease to exist? Well, you never heard it from the deadhead media, but I did my homework. That whole ozone propaganda ceased to exist when they started to figure out that the ozone hole wasn't growing. It was shrinking. Hmm, does that make anybody think that perhaps there's a cycle there too? There's another layer. Why don't we layer solar cycles, ozone cycles, temperature cycles, and moisture cycles all on top of each other and see if anything pops up? Yeah, it's like those, those putting those maps together with the uh, different, uh, tr- not trace paper, but the clear paper that has different information on it. And once you put them all together, you see a whole map of the United States. But you take them off layer by layer, and you can see the individual pieces that go to make up the entire content. This is a goal science should have. This is, should be their prime directive to keep doing homework, but they won't. Why? Political outcomes. And now they have somebody who's almost forcing them to put a message out there, a message that is not founded in science. All right, so here comes this Texas Democratic Republican, Eddie Bernice Johnson. I'm going to assume Eddie Bernice Johnson is a lady. Quote, we need people, proponents, To talk about it, make sure that the public is informed. Stand behind the EPA because they're attacked every day, all day, by many committees. Poor EPA. When Obama took office and that stimulus money hit, the EPA was hiring to the tune of doubling their workforce in two or three years so they could send people out to a farm in the middle of the of the guts of this country to a dirt road that's been there since the horse and buggy days, hiding in the weeds, and when the truck comes by and kicks up that dust from the dirt road, out jumps the fine giver. Hey, you're kicking up particulates. You're causing global warming. We're going to fine you for this. I mean... We're sending people from Washington, D.C. into the heartland of this country who have no clue about land use, about how to preserve land use, conserve land use. And all they want is what? They want the money. They're spending so much, they can't find enough ways to tax, to surcharge, to fee. All right, we'll be right back for the Tim Burns Show.
Tim Burns Phenomenal Exhibit Services. You know, big business is done at these conventions. And if you are already participating in your industry's convention and somehow it just isn't working right, maybe your venue has moved from one city to the next and labor is a complete hassle. You know what it takes to have smooth logistics. I encourage you to give Nominal Exhibit Services a call at 303-901-9090. One phone call does it all. They manage the entire process. So again, take the hassles out. Call Nominal 303-901-9090. Hey John, what's up? Hey Dave, remember Hank's story about the key to a woman's heart is an unexpected gift at an unexpected time? Yeah, you were right. JT Jewelry does have some really cool stuff. So I did what Hank did. Got Amy two pieces of jewelry, and she loved them. And that special touch of going together to the jewelry store to get her pendant just the way she wanted it worked like a charm. Next time you see Hank, tell him thanks. I will, but let me tell you another story. I saw Bill, and he looked like a truck had run him over. I asked him what was wrong, and he said he went to a bunch of other jewelry stores looking to get a gift for Jean. And they had all the same stuff, and it was nothing but bling by all the same designers. He stepped up to the pump, spent a pretty good penny, and gave it to her, and she loved it. So he was a hero. Yep, but only until they went to a wedding reception a few days later. As people were introducing themselves, a lady came up, and they both noticed they were wearing the exact same pendant. Youch! Yep, he's been in the doghouse ever since. I'm gonna guess you told him about jt-jewelry.com. Yes, I did. All right, welcome back here. Uh, we've got more about the crying towel that the EPA somehow has, thanks to this representative from Texas who's taking the lead in telling us how abused the EPA is. Again, these people, there is so much money in the EPA. In fact, last year was the first year where their budget was finally cut. You know, you raise it 40-50% every year. You turn it from a $10 million endowment, and I'm just throwing out numbers here, to a, now it's $70 million, so it, it grows sevenfold, and then they moaned about being cut back. Well, Representative Johnson is apparently referring to the EPA rules to limit carbon dioxide emissions from power plants. This is the attack, the power plants. Remember Obama, he won the war on coal. Coal provides more electricity than all of the other energies combined in this country. And yet, as of last count, electricity was the most expensive this country has ever seen. This should not happen in this country. Coal and the innovations that can take place Creating those 22nd century technologies, those brand new coal fire powered plants that we can start exporting to the rest of the world. One a week we could export to India and China. And their people will want it. My son went to Beijing a few years ago. Half the people were wearing masks. If we build it, they will buy it, and we will have prosperity unending for hundreds of years until we actually find those answers. And I talked about a couple of better mousetraps that might be down the road for us, but we have to accomplish things first. 
before you get rewarded with the better mousetrap idea that that comes from the mind of one person. Everything comes. That's why government cannot work. They cannot solve these problems because they don't don't first and foremost have the minds that actually are the provide the ingenuity and the inventiveness and the entrepreneurial creativity. There's no such thing as entrepreneurial creativity in the government. Every good idea comes from one mind, and then they carry that idea out. I have an idea. All right? How do I accomplish this idea? Well, I make a plan. All right, I've got the plan written down. All right, now it's time to execute that plan. All right, I'm executing that plan And look at that. I've accomplished my original idea. Everything we do as human beings falls into that formula, if you want to look at it that way, even going down to the grocery store. Oh, we're hungry. We're out of groceries. I have an idea. Let's go to the store and get some stuff. All right, I've got to make a plan. What do we need? We write down our grocery list. All right, now I need to execute that plan. Get in the car and go down to the grocery store and do your shopping. And guess what? The plan has been accomplished and you've got what your original idea was. You've accomplished your original idea. So all of that, it's just like the formula for world peace contained in our preamble to the Constitution. That is a reflection of the entirety of the march of civilization. Establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare. That's a general synopsis throughout the march of history. Just because it was a tribal chief who made the decisions on all of those, all of the power of any civilization is contained within that formula. Establish justice. Well, a tribal chief, he, he made the rules. He's the one who ensured domestic tranquility. How? It was his way or the highway. He's the one who provided for the common defense. He's the one who chose those warriors to defend their property, to defend their borders. And he promoted the general welfare. How? probably by designating certain people within the tribe do certain work. So the formula is the same throughout the march from primitive times to our advanced civilization. The formula that encapsulates the power is the same. It's just how that power is broken down. And that's what our founders did so ingeniously is they took the context of the entire march of civilization They lived in some times where great ideas were taking place. And then they broke down that power instead of a tribal chief making all the decisions, retaining all the power, establishing justice, ensuring domestic tranquility, providing for the common defense, and promoting the general welfare. We have our founders who broke that power down from the top down and the bottom up. From the top down, we have a president. Does he have full power? No. He's got to share that power. That power is broken down. 
the establishment of justice isn't the president's job. Establishing laws is Congress's. So they broke that power down right away. Instead of one man making the decision, you have a trifold mechanism where each has their own, well, their own job to do. Is it Congress's responsibility to uh, carry out the consequences if somebody breaks the law? No, that's what our judicial system is for. Then you have the breakdown of the power within the confines of the legislative branch. You have two sets. You have representatives who reflect the population in their area, and then you have a general in the senator's situation, two per state, no matter what the size of the state is. Then from the bottom up, we take mob rule. We take Roman mob rule where the emperor puts his thumb up or thumb down based upon what the crowd is saying in the Colosseum. We take that mob rule and immediately inject it into a representative system. It is ingenious what our founders did. And yet, we have no clue about it because we have an education system that's never taught us about it. Unless you're doing your own homework. Unless you've got a really good teacher. So let's get into our founding documents and read those words that are really easy to understand and make our own decisions. We don't need to depend on somebody to tell us what we need to believe. A line upon line, precept upon precept, hear a little, there a little, do some homework every day. All right, everybody, have a great day. This is the Tim Burns Show, timburnshow.com. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus.